Hey, and welcome to episode 84 of Collector's Quest. In this episode, we're talking about special and limited edition video game consoles. The good ones, the bad ones, the ugly ones, the lazy ones, maybe lamenting a little bit that there aren't really any retro ones to speak of at all. And thinking about why these even exist at all, if we just shove them in an entertainment center. You guys already know to go to iTunes, give us five stars, follow us on Instagram, all that stuff. So let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Tyler here with Johnny. Yo, Tyler, how goes it? You know, it's going pretty good. It's it's not. Work is terrible and I'm stressed out of my mind, but I've got video games, so that's totally fine. Oh, well, that's a thing. Kat is not here with us today. She is still sick, so uh, we hope she gets better soon, but she should be back next week. We should have a good episode with all three of us coming. But, for the meantime... What the hell are we talking about today? Just you and I. We're talking about something very near and dear to my heart, and that is limited edition video game consoles, specifically ones that came out in America and handhelds don't count. And right. this is near and dear to my heart because I neither collect hardware nor do I care for any limited edition console, basically. It was real, real struggle for me to think of anything I liked here. Okay, so... Let's throw out a few things. Like you said, America only, but that's not because we hate the rest of the world, because they probably got a lot better consoles than we did. In fact, I can can tell you their special editions and limited editions are better than ours, but we wanted to start here first because we feel like that could use a, a whole episode. Same with portables. If we wanted to throw every every one of these, all top five would probably be a portable if we if we included those. That's why we didn't, because that can be its own episode. And the other tiny little caveat here is we're not going to throw it out if it had an ugly controller with the console. Because, well, I am. <laughs> well, you're, you might, but uh, I that's not where I kept my standard. Because we're going to do a controller episode as well. And maybe we'll do one where we talk about exactly how collectible some are versus some aren't. Uh, collectible consoles and controllers that were super limited and stuff. But for now, this is just like our quick our quick look into what were, what we think were the best special edition consoles that have been released. But Tyler, I, there was a huge problem I noticed when I was looking for special edition consoles in regards to retro consoles. Uh, could you illuminate us as to what that was? Uh, well, basically there are none, at least in terms of consoles where the physical console itself is actually different from the stock console. The first ones that really show up are like the N64 ones, like the Fantastic ones and the Pokemon one. There, there's nothing for NES. There's nothing for SNES. Obviously, like Atari ColecoVision, there's nothing really there unless you want to count like the Darth Vader Atari as a limited edition console, which it definitely is not. So I don't know. That means that a lot of these these limited edition consoles, they're like first person shooters and, and big budget games like that that have some kind of logo plastered on the side. And almost none of that appeals to me. Uh, agree with you for the most part. Yeah, it's weird that the retro consoles, because if you look back at Nintendo, there was so many different boxes. So a lot of these people who collect hardware, 
they're not really collecting hardware. They're collecting the boxes that the hardware came in because that was the only difference. Like if you bought a Nintendo, if you bought like the action set versus the power pad set or the, uh, what is the one with the, the sports? Set. Yeah, oh, the, the sports well, not the, okay. the sports set. Those ones, like, well, the sports set came with like the four player thing, but it was mainly just the same console hardware slapped in there. Then they got smaller, so they released like the, you know, uh, you know, Nintendo 2 or, I'm sorry, the Sega Master System 2 came out and then the Nintendo Mini or whatever it was called. And they did the same thing with Super Nintendo, but it was just smaller versions of the hardware. Not any, it wasn't a special edition. They just made it smaller and probably were making it cheaper, which allowed them to lower the price point in stores. Yeah, it allowed them to lower the price point. They hadn't figured out the trick of raising the price point and making it a different color or something. That right. was something we only figured out in the past couple decades. Yeah. Finally, finally, we're like, oh, this console's at the end of its life. Let's make it a special edition. We'll increase the memory and charge you an extra $100. That's the trend now, right? You don't just buy one console and that's it for eight years. Like You're, you're pretty much buying the same console twice in a generation now. Kind of, but they're they're also doing similar to what the retro consoles did. Is that there was well, not the retro consoles. They the perceived improvement was that they were smaller. But now you get actually better chipsets, more memory, things like that. Real advancements uh, within the console, but still within the generation, uh, where you didn't actually have that with retro consoles. So yeah, sometimes you would buy a new one. I, I have not upgraded to a pro yet, unlike my PlayStation or an Xbox One S, or the Elite, or whatever it's called. I haven't I haven't done any of that yet, but um, I probably will. I mean, you're not incorrect. This is a whole nother layer of modern gaming bullshit that we can get into. Yeah. But let's go back to limited edition consoles, because that's what we're actually talking about. Okay, well, first, we, we got roughly five each, one good, one bad. We'll both go with our good... Yeah, you want to go good and then bad, or do you want to do one of each each time? Let's go good and then bad. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, And I know Tyler and I are going to fight on this because we already talked about it, but I love the Star Wars Xbox 360. I love that it looks like R2-D2. I love that it lights up and makes sounds. I love the stupid controller, even though that's not a factor here. I love that it's gold and has C-3PO's guts hanging out the bottom of it. I love every piece of that. I remember when it was announced, like actually looking at it and thinking this might be the worst video game console I've ever seen just because it's all mismatched and the console, the controller looks shiny. So it looks like, oh, it's going to get all slippery if I'm playing for a while. R2-D2 is is bigger than C-3PO, which makes no sense at all. I, I think you were really overthinking it. It It is self... It makes R2-D2 noises, and it looks vaguely like R2-D2. That's great. The game that came with it, which was the Star Wars Connect game, is absolute dog shit. But the console itself, I found fun, and I like the box for it, too. So, Does it make an R2-D2 noise? Like, when you boot it up, the console yeah. itself makes the noise? Yes, it does. All right, that's cool. Yeah, when you turn it on and off, it makes the R2-D2 noise. It's fucking great. It's the, when I use a 360, it is the 360 I have out. Using the Xbox 360 pretty often? Uh, occasionally there's still well there's still a few games that aren't backwards compatible um like the genesis collection is something i go back to like <laughs> to play shining force oh okay so uh, yeah. you use your xbox 360 to play sega genesis games uh shining force yeah because you can save on the fly and yep. uh, i don't have to try to figure out how to hook up an xbox or uh, 
a stupid Sega Genesis to my modern TV. All right, cool. Yeah. We, we know I'm like this. I'm a no, heathen. No, I know. I just <laughs> yeah. like poking fun at it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you're because you're you got everything Sega, but you don't have a Genesis hooked up. I that's not actually true. I have a modded Genesis hooked up in my office. Okay. With an with an S video out. But I like playing on my couch. You could move it. You know, it, it would be cheaper to get like a frame meister or something than to buy a new leaf cart. Uh ew, frame meister's gross. No, you're wrong. It's great. It's okay. People overhype it, just like they overhype everything with retro gaming these days. Yeah. Anyways, what what's your good one? We 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 did my good. You do a good. All right. So I'm gonna pick the only console that I thought of without like really digging through Google, and it's the Metal Gear Solid Four Gunmetal Limited Edition PS3. It's super clean. All it is is a different color PS3. It's like a dark gray, and it's attached to Metal Gear Solid Four, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, so I think it's super cool. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's, an, it's nice it, looking. Yeah. And I destroyed my controller playing Gran Turismo five because you hold down the R2 button a lot and my R2 button got like super loose. And then I tried to fix it and my controller kind of exploded and I didn't care enough to fix it. So my poor controller is in pieces. That is less than great. Uh, <laughs> yep. Get a new controller. I'll go with the bad one now and right back to star Wars, the star Wars, Darth Vader, PS4. Have you seen this piece of shit? So ugly. It's got a image of Darth Vader's helmet on the side of it. And it it like the the size is wrong, the perspective is wrong. There's so many good images of Darth Vader and this is what they went with. It's it's horrific. It, it it's an abomination and then the controller, they got the buttons on the controller wrong. It looks bad. It looks so oh. I mean, who cares? That Xbox 360 one? You're going to have to look at that stupid R2-D2 thing love the whole time that. you're playing. I love that. It's this is It's black. It's got a black image on the top. You're going to slide it into your home theater shelf, and there's going to be like shadows, and you're never going to see it again. And it's totally fine. It's just a PS4. But see, the Xbox 360, because I stand them up, I have to put it on top, so I do look at it, and I'm fine with that. This PS4, I would want to put in the shadows. That's how ugly it is. All right. Super I mean, ugly. Sure, it's as ugly as every other limited edition video game console. N- no, not not correct. Uh, but it is kind of funny, right? We were talking about this earlier. There's like this dual design philosophy going on when special editions are made. We know we shove them into dark cabinets, right? And you can't see them. So what's the point of a special edition? And then we know that people collect boxes. So is what they want, the special edition box. So you have this, like, some consoles are just, they just put the same old console hardware in there and then put a special edition box on it, like maybe they include a game, and then it's a special edition. Or they do this really lazy job in making it a special edition. They make it like a really ugly, like red or something. They're like, okay, yeah, it's a, that's a special edition now, cool. Put it out there, let's get a new uh, UPC on that thing. Well, hey, at, at least if they make it red, you can tell just by looking at it when you shove it into your stupid cabinet, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with you there, but I think it's it's pretty weird the way they've done special editions. I, I think la- like mostly the design is lazy on them. I mean, you see a lot of people excited for them, though, right? I mean, oh, I don't yeah. know. People go nuts over these. I'm like, where? Like, not just the people who are like, oh, I need a PS4. I'm going to buy the limited edition one. People are like, yeah, I've got six limited edition PS4s. It's like, where do you have room to store all this stuff? These boxes are so big now. 
Well, and that's the other thing. The box art looks sweet. Like they spent a lot of time making the box look sexy, and then the console looks like dog shit. I don't that the Xbox 360 Star Wars one. The box still looks pretty bad. Oh, I like it. It's got it's got R2 and C3PO on. It. I didn't even look at it. I was just guessing. Okay. Anyways, okay. Um, that was my bad one. You do your bad one. All right. Here's a bad one that a lot of people like. It's the Mountain Dew Xbox, which is this neon green piece of shit. Uh, super ugly, and it's linked to a soft drink, which makes it even dumber. You know, <laughs> my my problem with that is it's not actually Mountain Dew green. Is that a color, Mountain Dew green? Yeah, well, Mountain Dew is a like has a oh, color. Oh, it's like too uh, bright, right? Right. It's like well, it's like it's like almost pastel-ish, you know, in the way that like the green goes flat and kind of cool. I don't yeah, it doesn't look like the um, you know, toxic green that Mountain Dew is. Yep. So this was uh it was 550 Mountain Dew points and $100 to buy this. That means you had to drink at least 550 20-ounce Mountain Dews, and then it sold out in a day. So people were super hyped to get this stupid, ugly Xbox. And now there's like a subreddit dedicated specifically to this one limited edition Xbox, and people think it's the coolest Xbox collectible, and I just hate it. You know, the only thing that would have made that thing cooler is if they paired it with a an orange Cheeto uh, Xbox to go with it. Because then you would have had all the gamer stereotypes right there in your living room. Honestly, if it got to that point where there was like a Doritos Xbox and a Mountain Dew Xbox, I would, I maybe would want both of them just to have them side by side. Because I would think that's pretty funny. That would be funny. But just Mountain Dew alone, no. No soft drinks, no fast food. This is all terrible stuff to base a video game console on. <laughs> it also doesn't speak well of the, of the group of individuals playing it, that the, the hype is real about these things. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and do a good one, too. Oh, okay. Uh, so here's the point where I'm stretching. My second one, I'm like, oh, I really got to think of one. And I'm like, uh, does does the Fantastic N64 consoles count? I guess I kind of like the Jungle Green one. And you're like, yeah, that counts because it came out with Donkey Kong, right? It Well, it came out as the Donkey Kong console before the Fantastics. So that counts. It was a special edition before that was Fantastic. So yes. Yep. All right. So we're we're not bending the rules here. So yeah, I think that's that's the best Fantastic color. I think it's nice green. It's a much more pleasant green than Xbox green. Um, and I would still totally prefer a plain old gray N64 instead of it. Yuck. I if I, well, I, I like a few of the N64 colors, but if I was in the Fantastic realm there in that translucent style, I would be picking the spice orange. Yep, that'll be my second pick. It's a pretty good yeah. one, too. Yep. Uh, the, in the black isn't bad. Actually, there's, you know, the Fantastics are pretty good, all of them. That's... I mean, I use a grape one. I, I say, like, oh, yeah, I would totally use a regular one over my favorite Fantastic one. And meanwhile, my N64 that I use is grape. So, yeah, I'm a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite. I'll keep on your N64 since we're just talking about the gold N64. I love the gold N64. That's the one I use when I use an N64, which is seldom. Because the N64 is dog shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, when I do, and th- there are a few occasions where that does happen, uh, I-, I do keep one at the ready. And it's my gold one with two gold controllers. I don't even like gold as a color. I don't wear gold. My wedding ring is not gold. But I like gold consoles and gold portables. I don't know why. I, th- I think the weird sort of pseudo-opulence of-, of plastic being painted in gold is silly. So I kind of like it. I think they just look pretty much stupid all the time. But I have fond memories of gold N64 controllers because 
my controller at home with the good stick was always the gold one. And then one of my friends also had the good gold one. So I always knew, look for the gold controller. That's the one with the good stick. All right. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> great, great cool. anecdote, Tyler, man. Cool. Uh, controller was, stories. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Woo. Exciting. That's rude of me. I'm sorry. No, that's a fine anecdote. Uh, moving on. Anecdote. Uh, anyway. Uh, over to ugly ones. We'll go strictly newest, like newest of the new right now. The Minecraft Xbox One. Ugh. That's not too bad. So It's a blocky console with a blocky art scheme. I I even kind of like Minecraft, but this thing is just horrific. I hate this thing. So ugly. And then, like, I do find the pink pig controller a little funny, even though I hate pigs. I, I like pink controllers, but that's me. That that's it. I don't have much more to say about that. I think it's I've a never really seen ugly the console. pink controller, but I can imagine it, and I imagine that would look pretty stupid. But I actually like the console. But I think I I like Minecraft probably a lot more than you. Okay. But yeah, no. probably. You, you really I mean, are like just trying to get off this topic. Like, God. Oh man, man. I'm sorry. I feel like we're taking a long time to talk about it. Oh well. I don't. I don't mean to rush you. Go ahead. Give us a sweet, sweet, in-depth review of this Xbox. Uh, it it looks like dirt and then has some grass on the top. Right? That's my in-depth review of this Xbox. It's, yeah, it's green. It's also got some sky blue at the top. I mean, in a world where basically every like every other modern limited edition is either this big action game or shooter and just has something plastered on it, I, I don't know. It stands out in a bad way to you, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I, I understand. Like, I like the franchise. That's not my issue. And I like that they tried to do it. I just didn't love the execution. All right, I've got a bad one that okay. combines two things we've already talked about, and that is fast food and the color gold. It is Ooh. the Taco Bell Gold PS4. Ew. But that's it's, not even the worst one. It's not the no, worst not, what? It's not the worst Taco Bell one. Oh, yeah, that is true. It is not the worst Taco Bell one. <laughs> which is weird that there's... Uh, which weird that it's a multiple choice. Anyways, go on. So, I mean, the console itself doesn't look bad. I'm not a huge gold console person. It's like the attitudes around it. I've seen multiple people hype up this Taco Bell console. Like it's going to be this super collectible console down the line. And I'm just like, look at the Mountain Dew one. That's basically the same thing. And like, what is it? It's like 200 bucks to get one complete. It, this stupid PS4. No one's going to want this in an era where a new limited edition rare thing comes out every month now. And I think yeah. they made 6,000 of them and they gave them away uh, in a sweepstakes. Yeah, the the special edition console thing is getting a little saturated. And 6,000 is a lot of consoles to make. It sure is. And Especially just, for like, if people were going to be collectors, do 6,000 collectors want a gold PS4 from Taco Bell? Do 6,000 people want a $100 cartridge of Street Fighter 2? No, uh, they don't. <laughs> Well, see, what they don't understand is they have to get on there and hype how limited it is and then start selling it on the secondary market. They'll do better that way. Are you talking about Street Fighter? I'm talking about this console as well as Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Had they had they sold this console and hyped it up, I'm sure it would have sold out. I'm sure all 6,000 would have sold out if they said it was a special limited edition gold PS4. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah would have sold out in a day and then we'd all be laughing at how stupid those people were for paying an ex- absorbent amount and then taking a loss on ebay hopefully 
just like the Street Fighter 2 carts now. I just hope that stays true. Just to bring up the other Taco Bell console, there's this purple Xbox 360, which I don't think is on either of our lists. Is that true? I I don't think so, but it deserves a place there. (laughs) Honorable mention to this horrific, pure Taco Bell purple Xbox 360 with the Taco Bell logo on it. What a piece of garbage. Hey, you gotta have that sweet, you know, Taco Bell logo. I want people to know how much Taco Bell I eat. I'm running for the border right now. Wait, what? I just uh, make a run for the border. Running for the border? What the hell does that mean? It's a Taco Bell reference. That was their slogan. Was that their slogan in like the 80s? Because I probably wasn't alive. No, I think it was the late 90s. Oh, okay. I only remember Little Chihuahua. I was right. I think it was the ad campaign right before the Chihuahua. Okay, let's get off these horrific Taco Bell consoles. Okay, t- tell me about a good one. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm really stretching here. So, <laughs> Crystal Limited Edition Xbox, which I've probably never seen a real one of these in real life, just because there were so many Xbox case mods where people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna make it in a clear case. It's gonna be so cool. It's gonna have a little LCD on it." But there was uh, an official Crystal Limited Edition Xbox. came out in Europe. It came out to mark the two-year anniversary of Xbox in Europe, and then a few weeks later it was also released in Canada. I'm not sure if it was released in the U.S., but I don't think so. I don't know. That's where I'm going to go with it. Canada is part of North America, though, so it counts. Yeah. It counts. Any thoughts on Crystal Xboxes? I'll give you my thoughts on that. That's fine. It's a fine kind kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, it's not offensive, (laughs) so it's on my list. Yeah, it's fine. But like you said, there you see a ton of clear case ones, and they're all just mods. So like out in the wild, you'd have to be pretty discerning, I think. I mean, yeah, I don't think you probably would never see a real one, just because they didn't. I don't think they came out in the United States. I've I've seen one in a box once, but I think it was in the store. But I I still passed on it. I bet they're cheap because no one wants Xbox stuff. Except for both of us on this podcast and Archon, so hey, who knows? Yeah, well, there, you know, Xbox has been bumping up a little bit. Not a lot, but a little. Uh, do you want to go? The only reason people want Xbox is because it's cheap. So the second it gets a little bit expensive, I bet everyone falls off the Xbox train. You, I see, I don't know if I agree. I think the minute it starts to become expensive, then it becomes more desirable and will suck more people in. That sounds like a crazy snowball that I, I don't even know. I'm telling you, people people like the idea of things, oh my god, that's expensive and rare, and then they look for it, and then they get hyped, and then they start buying other stuff, because they think, this will be rare too, like, oh, if this is getting kind of expensive, maybe I should get this stuff too. It just sucks people in. Oh, but freaking nothing on Xbox is rare, and nothing on Xbox is exclusive. There's like a small handful of exclusive games. Well, we'll, we'll keep that as a topic for another all right, day. All right, all right. All right. Tell me a bad one give you a bad one that's easy all right let's go to the n64 pikachu edition which is this is another one where people are like yeah i got the pikachu n64 and i'm just looking at them like what are you talking about that thing is a piece of garbage it looks like a toddler's toy it 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 does it does look like a child's toy i know nintendo always gets this rap for marketing to children and this thing is kind of like Worst case offender. I know the Pokemon hype is like a real thing and people love Pikachu, but this thing is awful. And so it's this like, it's this blue. It's like fine. It's blue on yellow. It looks okay. It also came out in Japan with like this really ugly blue and orange. Orange. Yeah, orange. Like, right. Whoa. 
This was the first thing I thought of when I was thinking of bad consoles. Yeah, I have the box proudly displayed above my N64 stuff. No, you're a bad person. I know. That's fine. My wife loves Pokemon, so I keep it up there for her. Makes her happy. I I love Pokemon. I'm not buying this thing. Maybe you should. Maybe it'll improve your life. Johnny, give me a bad one. Am I going now? No, No, it's me. Bad one. Um, Okay, I'm, I'm doing two at once. Okay, it's the Call of Duty PS4 World War II Edition. Because it's this awful, stupid camouflage, and I I hate camouflage things. I hate them so ugly. I don't know why this is a trend. Just what? It, why is it camouflage? Are you hiding? Who are you hiding it from? Are you hiding it from yourself? Also, your room is in the jungle. Does it make you feel like you're at war? I don't. I don't know who this appeals to. Does it appeal to soldiers? Maybe, but I find it awful. I after spending years in like camouflage. I don't want to wear camouflage anymore. It's the same thing when I go into Target and I see like camouflage shorts, like cargo shorts. Oh, it's like one cargo shorts are not a great idea, even though I wear them. Uh, but I'm like a fat guy, so that's fine. And two camouflage, just no, ew, uh-uh, stop it. This this one you can keep on top of your entertainment center and you won't be able to see it. Just like the you can slide a black one inside. This one you can't see it no matter where you put it. No, this is terrible. And then. Just like along that same idea is the Battlefield Xbox One. It's this ugly, horrible, monochromatic, drab green box. It's just, it's not a nice color. You're just like, it doesn't go with like living room colors. It just looks sad. If sadness was a color, it might be this. I know everyone's like blue because they're sad, but this, take a look at this one. You'll see that that's actually what sadness looks like. I think there's a contingent of hardcore military shooter console game fans that we have no chance of connecting with. They're probably wearing their camo cargo shorts, playing Call of Duty, and they're like, this is it, I'm like a real military guy. Yeah, well, they're probably like chewing skull and like spitting into a bag and, you know, drinking like PBR and, you know, doing all that stuff and, you know, rubbing guns on their crotches while they do this. Yeah, they so, probably live in the uh, South, not out in uh, California. Uh, <laughs> they definitely don't live here. Though you'd be surprised how, how many of those type of people we have here. It's not exclusive to the South. A lot of people with Confederate flags out in California? Uh, no. <laughs> I got a guy flying one down the street. I just, let's not get into politics. All right, all right. All right. Okay, so aside from that... I'm going to go to one I like, and uh, again, I'm going to do a twofer here. The Gears of War, Xbox 360, and the the Xbox One version of the Gears of War. They're very similar. I, I like the the maroon, dark, like blood red thing they were going for, and I like the skull and the gear and, and stuff on it. The controllers look nice. I think they look nice. I mean, I don't know if they're for me, but I think they look cool. I don't know if they like fit on anybody's like mantle as like are under your TV, but I think they look cool. I just, I, in like 2006 through 2008, is that when the first two Gears of War games came out? I remember Gears of War was just the hottest shit all around me. We had a Gears of War blanket in my apartment with my roommates, like their desktop background. So I'm just fatigued of that Gears of War logo and I can't stand to look at it. So definitely not a good one for me. Not, not a good one for you. I mean, it was, I enjoyed playing the game. I played it, only with friends and we had a good time when we played it so i have good memories of it but it's not a game like i'm not super hyped on gears of war is like the best series ever or anything but i enjoyed what when i played it i enjoyed it 
I agree with that. So let's let's do another bad one from you, Tyler. Uh, all right. Oh, hey, my next bad one was Star Star Wars Xbox 360. I've already talked about that. Uh, oh my god, my other bad one was Taco Bell Xbox 360. I've already ruined both of these, Johnny. Okay, well, all right. So, so you're good. You want to go over to a good one then? Oh, hey, that's a much better idea. Uh, the next one is a really cool one. It's the Halo translucent orange xbox i think this was only found maybe last year maybe two years ago at a garage sale it's it it looks exactly like what you think it would look like it looks exactly like the regular translucent halo xbox but it's this this orange that looks like the fantastic n64 orange and it looks sweet and there's only one that's known to exist but it's been confirmed to be real it's made from microsoft molds and someone dug out a picture where i think they show four of just the top of the console so we know that at least four were made i think but it's super rare if it ever actually did get a retail release which i doubt it um but it's just something that looks really cool and it's rare and collectible so all those things get pluses for me yeah those are those are wins and i like the color orange a lot so yeah i like that one too all right my uh my last good one no i guess i have two more good ones the batman ps4 this, this is a pretty basic console. It It's just, uh, I waited to buy a PS4. I waited till this one came out. It's got Batman on it, like up on the, that top thin ridge, just like a silhouette of Batman. It's not real audacious. It's not overdone. It's just a gray console with a Batman silhouette and a gray controller. I like it a lot, though. I think it's cool. Boring. It is a little bit boring, but that's, you know, we talked about, you don't really see it, so I just like to know that it's there. All right, move on. Give me another one. I don't have anything another, to say about this. It's too boring. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. All right. The the last good one that I like is the Final Fantasy 15 PS4. It's got like the moon. It's got like a moon on the whole console. I think it looks cool. I did not like that game at all, and I've talked about that on this podcast, how much I did not enjoy pumping gas in a game. Pumping gas. Jesus God. Why, why would anyone want to do that? Why? Like, that's not a fantasy, Okay. It's called life uh, simulation, Johnny. No, people if I, love if that I would, shit now. I would go play The Sims. God, just and then the like whiny millennials aren't heroes. Anyways, is that game big into the moon? Is that like Majora's Mask? I don't know, but I, uh, I, because I, I didn't play it enough. Everyone says it gets so much better at the end, and like I, for a lot of people I trust, it said it got, it got great. It became really good, but I just, man, you lost me at pumping gas. But the console looks nice, so that's all I got on it. It looks okay. Oh, well. Yep, I don't have any others uh, that I like. That's all my five. I've got one good one, which is the Zelda Wii U. Um, okay. Which the console is just black, so I don't know about that. But that's not, it, I mean, that's barely a special edition. Yeah, I know. It's uh, It's just got that little gold trim around the controller, which I don't even really like that much because... If it's something that I'm looking at, I don't want to be distracted by the stuff on the edges. I just want that to fade into the background. So I don't want to know that I'm looking at a gold controller. And meanwhile, I'm putting this on my good list. Yes, I just double-checked. It is on my good list, so I have no idea what I'm really talking about here. Yeah, I I like that. I like the gamepad. I like the like the Hyrulean script that goes around the edge. And like I like the way the black and the gold looks. Very reminiscent of... Like the the DSs and 3DSs they were doing that were Zelda, you know. So I like that, but I mean that's really just the gamepad. That's not even the console, unless you think that the gamepad is 
intrinsic i mean is intrinsically part of the console unlike other controllers are but i don't know that's a debate that that's really getting into the weeds it it counts before before we get hate mail uh i think you said hyrulean and i believe the correct term would be hylian oh you're 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 absolutely correct i that's a slip yeah and just yeah all those like the zelda ds's and all that black on gold stuff that that stuff all looks great i just don't like it when i'm actually looking at the screen because those zelda ds's they don't have it actually going when you open it up do they no there's a few that have some stuff on the inside like i on the i want to say on the sp there's one that has like the little triforce inside but it everything there is like pretty muted on the inside I think the the handheld episode will be a lot more fun because I actually like a lot more of those. Well, yeah, well, they do a lot more fun things with with the handhelds. I think it's easier for them to take risks. I just, they do cool stuff. The consoles, and really what we want to point out is how fucking lazy they are. It's lazy. It's super lazy. But so many people collect consoles and they collect like this weird special edition hardware. And I don't understand it for the most part. I usually wait to buy a special edition console if I'm, unsure on a console like on the on the new xbox i want a new xbox and i want a ps4 pro but i'm waiting until i get like a really cool special edition a reason to like go down that road and i'll probably get a game i want to play with it for free i don't want to just run out and buy the base one all right i'm 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 definitely with you there on the laziness of the modern consoles i think the one cool thing to collect is when i see people who have like a full fantastic and 64 set that always looks cool like lined up especially if they have it all displayed and stuff yeah, that looks cool. But can you imagine like someone who collects every special edition Xbox 360 and lines them all up? It's just going to be all this mismatched Taco Bell purple Star Wars. It's just going to be a disaster. I don't understand who can seriously collect this and think it looks good. I don't know. You, I think you could get away with it. Um, can't. Some portables. I mean, you have the same kind of thing for people who collect Game Boys, right? And I've seen some sweet Game Boy collections. So, I don't know. I, I would have to see them all lined up. And uh, is anyone going to do that? Are there Xbox 360 collectors? Where are you guys? You know they're out there. Uh, they're somewhere. I, look, I'm sh- They've got I'm their sure own weird niche for them. Well, come join us. We're talking about the thing you like. Not very well, but we're, we're doing it. Someone's going to post on some obscure subreddit. And it's going to get two upvotes. Collector's Quest, they talked about Xbox 360. Check out timestamp 2215. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, let's, let's be done with it. We. I don't... I don't have anything left to say on these. All right. I'm, I'm sorry, that's sad. I'm there with you. I mean, it's not even a topic I like, Johnny, so I'm more than happy to be done with it. Right. And I know people are like, well, why are you talking about this if you don't like it? Uh, so what we tried to do here is hide a little educational information in here about consoles and uh, the design of them and our thoughts on that, along with giving you some that we actually do like as well as the ones we thought were super lazy. I'm just trying to hype up my gunmetal Metal Gear Solid 4 PS3. That thing's going to be worth thousands of dollars so one day, much guys. money so much money so much money get rich get it quick get rich quick go go buy them buy them out okay tyler what are you playing uh ninja gaiden i am the uh, second so worst player in the world officially according to speedrun.com because i beat the worst player in the world's time and i'm pretty happy about that but actually i've been playing cuphead co-op with my friend okay uh, i played a little bit i just played like some random levels with him before but we actually started the game over and played through a little more than half of it. And yeah, that, that game's real fun, and it looks great. And the load times are atrocious. Yeah. But Cuphead is still really fun. Uh, yeah, it is fun. It's got... I, I don't know how to describe 
what I'm what I'm trying to say. The sa- I feel the same way about some a lot of 16-bit games. Like your bullet kind of travels through the enemy sprite before it hits it. It's not like pixel precise like a lot of 8-bit games are. The hitbox detection on it is uh, before the is after the sprite starts. Yeah, that stuff drives me crazy. Even I mean, not that not that anything in Cuphead is hard to hit because the and the bosses are all enormous, but I don't know. Something about the way that feels, I don't like. But I mean, that that's the minorest nitpick I could find about this game. So, Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I I really hope they do a physical release of it. No, oh, they said they're doing it on Twitter. They said that they? that little thing that you bought was not the real physical release, and the real physical release is coming sometime. And they'd be crazy not to, because they sold like a million copies, and they know everyone's going to buy it again, right? Right. But now now I think we need a reason to buy a physical edition, so give me a reason. Nintendo Switch. D- done. Done. <laughs> so much money. I will throw I will throw a $100 bill at you. Oh, they'll be in limited run games. They're going to make 1,200 of them. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll be camping out in front of my computer when that happens. Uh, all right. So what'd you buy? You don't care about what I really bought, Johnny. You don't care about the stuff I'm excited about, like Pissed on PC, oh a big God. box parody of Mist starring John Goodman. How cool is that? Or Red Zone on Sega Genesis made by the guys who made Subterranea, one of my favorite Genesis games. I don't know anything about Red Zone, but I bet it's awesome. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's definitely a Genesis game. It's okay. I've played Red Zone. I like it. All right, I got I got Musha though. That's probably the big exciting oh, one that I got. You See, look, Musha. oh, you light up. You, you got pissed. Oh. oh, you've had pissed in your save searches for eight months, and one finally came up on eBay for ten bucks, and you were super excited. Oh, fuck that, Musha though. Whoa, let's oh. talk about that. That one's expensive. Yeah, expensive is far more exciting than your like weird weird big box fetish for PC games. I know what you do with those big box PC games, and it's not family friendly and probably won't get past the censors. Well, why do you think it's called Pissed, man? Come on. I know. You you are a weird collector. I like you, Tyler, but that's weird. I, I don't me. know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not giving you much to say about it. I, I am cutting you off. Cutting you off, Tyler. All right. All right. I knew this no. would happen. Because you, you know, oh, I, got, I got Rolo to the Rescue. Oh, that's a collectible what? game. Uncommon Genesis yeah. game. It, that's very uncommon. That, tell people about how hard it is to find a good Rollo the Rescue. I don't. It was one of my things where I was just browsing every auction on eBay. I'm like, oh, Rollo to the Rescue. That's kind of a. That's kind of hard to find, right? I'll bid on that, and then I I won it. So I must have got it for somewhat under market value. Yeah, Great. it it's hard. How much did you pay for it? Like thirty bucks, maybe. Yeah, you got a good price on that game. Great. I'm never gonna play it. The box art looks weird. Look, what is it? Is it a stupid children's it's platformer? It's an elephant. No, I know yeah. it's an elephant. Well, you you said, what is it? So I immediately gave you an answer. Oh, it's a video game, Tyler. Yeah. Ask silly questions, get silly answers. Great. Well, those are my wonderful games I got. I don't know why you're not more excited about picking up Musha. And, I'm, like, those I am are excited. Hard, those are hard things to pick up. Don't undersell that. Like Those are cool collection pieces for the Genesis. They're relatively hard to get, and it's cool to tell our audience about those. Yeah, of course I'm way more excited about that, because people are going to be more excited to hear about that than they are about Pissed. Though I know there's like a subset. I'm going to get like seven or eight DMs be like, Pissed is fucking awesome, you stupid, play PC games. <laughs> And I, I think there was I, a YouTuber who did a, a pissed video. That's P Y S T for anyone who wants to look it up now. So I think some people will know what pissed is. I actually do know what pissed is because I love mist quite a bit and I've actually played it. So oh, sweet. So there you go. 
Uh, Does that make you feel better about that? That makes me, that does make me feel better. Do you, do you want me to look for a copy for you? I could just set up my save search again. I actually think I own a copy. (laughs) Nice. So yeah, I have to go check my PC. I have a box in the garage of, of PC games. Send them over to me. I'll take them. No, these are the ones I like. These are the ones I keep because the, the, like, these are my players' copies. Oh, okay. Okay, I call those jewel case games. Like, ugh, no big box, but yeah. No, I mean, I have, like, the, the big boxes for them and stuff. Like, my original copy of World of Warcraft and uh, you know, then subsequently all the WoWs and stuff. Like, I have those and uh, my my City of Heroes and stuff like that and... You know, all the stuff where the discs are basically useless. Yeah, Those are the seventh, seventh Guest, Eleventh Hour, things like that. Okay. So, well... We, we talked about PC. Aren't you so happy? I'm a little bit happy. I'm happy to know that you have some. Yeah. I'm trying to steer it back to Musha, because I feel like you want me to, to say something about that no, for our you don't wonderful have to listeners. Have, I mean, people know what Musha is. It's hard to find, and it's not even that hard to find. It's just expensive. That's true. I've actually... I've never even played an Aleste game um, is that how you pronounce a, a list? I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but they are very good games. That's the other thing. Moosh is actually a good game. It's expensive. It's like Crusader of Senti. It's expensive, but it's also good. So, hooray. Yeah, you, uh, you look. do you have an extra Crusader of Senti for sale? I'm looking for that too now. I don't, but Crusader of Senti is awesome. Wait, what's the Aleste game on Sega CD? I've definitely played that one. Um, It is the one that came is in it the Android jewel Assault? case. No, it came soul feast or soul Dees, i don't, Soul I don't Dees, believe right? you right i think so or maybe it is no i thought no, it's one of the not. expensive it, ones it, it is people are it, crazy no. about this series no no I, think, oh it's called the last yeah robo yeah okay. robo last no i was thinking of what is the renovation title because soul Dees was actually like a renovation title but then not really okay i've confused oh. myself oh, yeah, no robo you're right Lest is a cool game yeah robo last is good all right yeah there's actually, a few good games on sega cd there's a lot of good games on sega cd <laughs> the the actual percentage of good games on Sega CD compared to the volume of the libraries is surprisingly higher than you'd think. Yeah, it's no Game Boy Advance. Come on. If we want to talk about percentage of bullshit, Game Boy Advance. Mm, I don't... Yeah. I wonder which wins there for worst, like, m- most awful titles compared to the size of the library. That or the Wii. That's... They're, put that in the episode idea document. Which okay. library has the biggest percentage of bullshit? God, you know how many games we'd have to count and then rate? So many. It's like 1,600 or something for the GBA. Come on. (laughs) That's not how I do shit, Tyler. You know I count. How do you judge whether a game is bullshit? It's like, oh, this Kim Possible game, on the one hand, it's Kim Possible. But on the second hand, this one actually had some effort put into it. Does that count as a bullshit game still? No, Kim Possible was an okay game. It was an okay. I think there's like four of them on Game Boy Advance. There's there's a few, but... Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Anyways, we don't need to go down this hole. Uh, should I tell you what I bought? No. Okay. All right, that's it then. <laughs> See? Uh, no. All right, what, what'd you uh, buy? What are you playing, Johnny? What am I playing? I am not playing much right now. Sadly, I, I well, that's not true. I started to play a little bit of Lost Sphere. I played that for about two hours. And that that's cool. It's just, you know... An RPG, just like your very basic early style Final Fantasy RPG. If you like that kind of thing, this is okay. Uh, if you played mm-hmm. I Am Setsuna, it's very much like that, but a little better, a little tighter. And you could only get it from the Square Enix store online. Yeah, and apparently it sold out, and I did not know that. So people are like, 
oh, they're paying $70 on eBay. And I was like, suckers, why don't they just go to the website? Oh, and it sold out. That's why. Holy shit. I can't believe it sold out. But, Until there's another print run, because modern games right. get reprinted, guys. Right. Uh, Who knew? That's, that's what I said. I said, I when people asked me, I said, just join their waiting list and see what happens. So I've been playing that a little bit. I played a little bit more Zelda, because I just love playing Zelda. I can't help myself. And I played some pinball. Ooh, pinball. pinball ar- well, pinball arcade. Not that like. Count. Come on. It counts. It counts for me. I played in the North Carolina Pinball State Championships. I, I know. We didn't even get to talk about that. How'd yeah. you do? Uh, well, you, I know you played seventh in the world, right? I or something sure did. First States? round, I played. Uh, uh, so I played against Trent Augenstein, who, if you have played competitive pinball or watched it, you know who he is, and he's amazing. So I got destroyed. I, I drove two and a half hours to lose four games of pinball in a row. Um, so great state championship for me. Uh, and lose badly? I put up a decent fight, I would say. Um, yeah. My, my main, I knew I was going to lose, but my main goal was to make it seem like North Carolina was not an embarrassingly easy state to roll over because he qualified for like eight or nine states and he chose to play in North Carolina. I'm guessing because he thought we were the easiest pickings. Uh, but my games were competitive. I was happy with my performance. Of course, he ended up beating us all and winning the state anyway, but... Oh, cool. So, uh, is that something that's, like, frowned upon in the pinball community? Like, is that kind of behavior cool? Like, that he that he took an easy way out? Or, what, does that... Like, that doesn't develop any street cred for me or anything. It's a like contentious if- issue among players. I think the majority of players would agree that if you qualify in a state, it's your fucking right to play there. Um, he just travels a lot. He goes to tons of big tournaments. And on smaller states like North Carolina, if you win, he won the two biggest tournaments in North Carolina last year. So we qualified for our state championships based on just those two tournaments. And he did it, so he deserves to play here. I don't know. That that seems a little weird if you have someone coming from out of state to play in your state. People think that, and they're like, oh, you should only be able to play in your home state. But what if your home state doesn't have a pinball scene and you have to like travel across state borders to play somewhere? That's fair. And But like on the East Coast, you could just be like trying to qualify in several states at once because it's so densely, you know, littered with states, unlike, you know, the West Coast. So I, I I don't know. It just seems I if you if you don't have one in your state, whatever. But if you do, it just seems like maybe that's where you should be. I mean, there's a great player, Andrew Pancoast, who he plays in both Virginia and North Carolina a lot. And sometimes he doesn't qualify for Virginia, or he doesn't want to play in Virginia, and he chooses to play in North Carolina instead. He played a lot both. Why should he have to play in his home state? Anyway, if you want to go on pinball turn pinball forums, like there's three pinball machines that come out every year uh, compared to hundreds of video games. This is the kind of shit they will talk about all day with you. Okay. Great. Anyways, uh so sorry that you got an unfortunate draw in your first round. Yeah, that's okay. What else have you been playing? What did you play in Pinball Arcade? I, uh, you know, just all all the old favorites. Just all the old all, favorites. So every the game they favorite. ever put out on that. No, I mean, well, I was testing the one that they put out for the Switch, the Stern Pinball Arcade one, and it's fine. Uh, I I really dislike that it does not have, you know, when you undock it, you can't turn it and get vertical play. I don't like that you you can't do that because uh, the other the Zen Pinball one you can. I, I tend to like Zen Pinball a little more, largely because it's 
not I'm not it's not mimicking pinball machines actually now. I think like Zen Pinball is like every game is like, oh, here's six ramps and the table is super wide and I don't know. It's too unrealistic for me. Well, I mean, I th- that's what I kind of like about it. It's its own fantasy thing. It's not trying to be a pinball machine you've you play normally, right? They're yeah. they're doing things you can only do in the fantasy land of electric pinball. Yeah. So, so if if Nintendo Labo doesn't come out with a thing where you turn it sideways and like put the Joy-Cons on either side so you can play pinball in a little cardboard thing vertically, I don't know what they're doing over at Nintendo Labo because that seems like the perfect thing to do with it. That seems pretty cool, but maybe they haven't thought of it. Maybe you should send them an email. Oh, I'm going to send them an email. <laughs> if I pretend to be five, maybe they'll respond to me. They'll be like, oh, we oh. thank you for your idea, little Tyler. My name is Tyler, and I'm just many. I don't like pinball a whole lot. Just, and they'll be just like, like that. You don't like pinball if you're five, you fucking liar. <laughs> Except they wouldn't say fucking because they're Nintendo. Yeah, well, the guy behind the cubicle writing the email back to me. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right, fine, fine. Okay. So, yeah. And what did I buy? I bought PlayStation games, I bought Xbox games. That's it. Nothing no, if, like... Well, if I said that, you'd be like, Tyler, tell me what games you bought. And I'd be like, I tra- bought like 400 of each. I don't know who cares. Uh, I bought trashy fillers. Okay. So I, I posted it on Instagram. I bought about 100 Xbox games. Or not Xbox games. I bought about 100 PS1 games because I'm trying to complete that still set. That stupid set. I'm still several hundred away for Xbox, I bought uh, Rayman 3, I bought a Spyro game, I bought Kelly Slater's Pro Surf, I bought Rapella Pro Fishing, yeah. Spider-Man 2, uh, Monopoly Party, Cabela's Deer Hunt 2005 season, Woo! some good ones, SpongeBob SquarePants, Lights, Camera Action, whatever the rest of that stupid title is. I think it's Lights, is. Camera, Pants. Come on, Johnny. Whatever. I'm sorry. I don't right. give a shit. I hate SpongeBob. So dumb. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's what I bought. So exciting. Hey, I got I got Halo 2 Platinum Hits because Archon Turtle pointed out that it's got that that unique translucent gray case. And I'm like, whoa, never seen that on Xbox before. I got to go get Halo 2 Platinum Hits. That's an exciting pickup. That's another one that goes in my line of things I'm more excited to pick up than Musha, even though I'd want to play Musha more. Yeah, well, you're going to like Musha. You're going to change your mind on that. Anyways, that that's it for this episode. I don't got anything else. What about you? Nope, I'm out. All right, tell us where we can find you, Tyler. Oh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at defaultgen, default G-E-N. And I'm at Johnny Ayuchi. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. It's cool. Thanks for listening. Bye.